Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises. Um, so uh, last time we were here, we did a little interview with Austin Terrio and all that good stuff. We forgot something, and we forgot something very important. We, we didn't make our picks. So... To, be fair, to be fair, I did not forget. I was uh, we, After the episode ended, I was like, oh, so we're not doing picks this episode. And you're like, wait, we didn't do picks? And I was like, no. So that's yeah. on you. So <laughs> that that is on me. Um, because the week before we did our chase playoff preview, and um, we just basically made picks then. So I kind of just forgot to get in that um little, I don't know, I don't know, uh, routine. So we're gonna do we're gonna do it right now. So uh, Kevin's only got ten minutes. Also, um, we have an interview with a very special guest. I've been waiting to announce this. Uh, Alex Day from Fail Race YouTube is with us, and oh man, we had so much fun. We talked for a solid hour, so you're going to get to hear that. Um, I'm probably going to splice it somewhere in the middle of the episode. I don't know. This is going to be too long. So let's go ahead and just get our picks real quick for Richmond. So, Kevin, I'm just going to let you go first because you reminded me I'm an idiot. So yep. uh, remember, it goes... What is it? It's not sleep. Dark Horse. Uh, Dark Horse. Favorite. Jesus Christ, I missed this for two weeks and I can't remember. <laughs> Dark Horse favorite sleeper and we're not doing um rotating picks yeah also um i know we made a winning yeah picks, we don't have to continue but, okay because i don't we can we can look i'm back not gonna pick true yeah yeah also i just want to point out that i uh am one for one on the steve steve lavender okay yeah and I'm random on the racing thing so i'm, I'm gonna retire <laughs> as undefeated champion from that yeah, oh, coward. You, I'm on the Landon Castle um, number tour right now. I just got number zero zero last week. I got 34 this week. I don't think there's a 40 in the field, but knowing my luck, I'll get it. Um, yep. So I don't know what other numbers Landon Castle's done <laughs> in Cup. I think he did 83. He did 34. Eight. Oh, he was 38. Nice. I thought he was 34. He was 38. Nice. Oh uh, well. Or was he? I think he. Did, I, th- I think he, I think was, he was 34. Numbered. Well, either way, I, I, that's why, why he didn't respond to me on Twitter and not because I only have 87 followers. Um, yeah. All right, so you're Dark Horse for Richmond. 
My dark horse for Richmond. Dark horse. I'm going to go with uh, Austin Dillon. Partially okay. because Jack Daniels just announced that they're coming back. Oh, to yeah. That was, and that I am super happy. Team. But also because oh, yeah. he ran very well in that race last year. So mm-hmm. a lot of momentum for a lot of moral momentum for that uh, that man. Not a lot of on track momentum, but sometimes morals out, outweigh what you're doing on track. So. Um. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and just take my Steve pick and just use it here. I'm gonna go to Michael McDowell. Yeah. Just give me give me a top twenty, please. I'll be I'll be happy if I can get a top twenty out of Michael McDowell. Yeah. Um. Okay. So who's your favorite to win the race? You know, I really don't like to pick this guy because. I feel like it's a cop out, but it's usually he's a pissed is. off driver right now, <laughs> and he's pretty but you fucking can't pass good at there. Richmond. You can't uh, well, if he starts off front, then he he doesn't have yeah, to worry about pass passing anyone. So I'm gonna go with the man, the myth, the rowdy legend, Kyle Busch for BW. I was gonna also pick Kyle Busch because of he's so pissed off right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's the rowdy revenge tour. Yep. Um, yeah. So if I can't take him, um, I'm gonna go ahead. And uh, I'm not. I don't. I don't ever like making this pick. It always pisses me off. But it's a good pick here. I think that he's had a lot of success um, in the past of this track. He definitely won one of the more exciting races at Richmond. I'm gonna go with uh, Joey Logano. Okay, that's a good pick. You know, and Logano. Are you definitely... referencing the uh, the 2014 spring race? Yes, I believe I, yes. that's the one I'm thinking of with the four wide battle or oh, four way yeah. battle for lead. Yeah, Logano is one of those drivers that when the playoffs start, he gets hot. And I'm expecting hit the the hot streak. To, I don't want him to get hot. Don't get me wrong. I really don't want him to do well. <laughs> but um, I wouldn't be surprised if Logano is able to bounce back from a pretty average race last week. Didn't really feel like he was uh too competitive. He almost had a chance, but you know when Matt DiBenedetto gets in your way, are you really even standing a chance? I don't know. <laughs> so I'm gonna pick Logano to win the race. All right, and your your I, like uh, wow, I, wrote, then, I wrote picks and says sleeper. Good God bless. My sleeper is a guy who is currently below the playoff bubble. Ah, I see that we're going with the same approach here. Is one of only three drivers to finish inside the, the top ten at all four short track races this season. That would oh, be I wonder who this could be. Boyer. Huh. You think Clint's going to bounce back and uh, be able to secure himself into that next round? Maybe not secure himself, but a top a top five finish would definitely. The way I look at it, if he doesn't, he's not going to advance. So he he might might get he might get cut. Yeah, could be. Could be. We'll see. We'll see. We got some rumors to talk about. Silly season is full swing, by the way. Um. Okay, and my sleeper is another guy below the cutoff line. And no, it's not Eric Jones. I honestly believe that the experience. We'll pay off here. There's no reason to panic. He's still got those playoff points. Kurt Busch is going to bounce back and put himself back into the playoff um, cut line. I think he'll get a, a solid top five finish here. Ganassi has shown speed. Obviously, Kyle Larson is one of those guys that looks like he's pretty good at Richmond. That hasn't shown. No, wait, he did win here. He did win he here won, in, yeah. in 2016, 2017. 2017. 17. Yeah, yeah. So Ganassi has shown speed at Richmond before, and I love Kurt Busch. I think that he's one of the better drivers in the field, especially with the equipment that he's always given. You got to give me Kurt Busch in the top five, maybe pulling off a sneak victory here. I don't know. I know that Alex definitely needs that with him in his final four. He does not need him eliminated immediately. Yeah. Um, I am working on a point system 
for this right now. I'm not sure how to do it. Um, I will discuss that later. Put it on the Twitter. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I'm trying to figure out how to give points properly for wins, drivers getting eliminated, staying in the contention, blah, blah, blah. So, all right, cool. Let's go ahead and round out the – well, okay. First things first, here's well, – I'll put the interview here with Alex right now. Just put it here. Interview with Alex. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I am joined today, as always, by my co-host, Kevin Costello. And if you haven't told, been able to figure it out, I'm trying to do something a little different because I have a very special guest on today. I have the legendary Alex Day, but you might know him better on YouTube as Fail Race. What's up, Alex? Uh, hello, everyone. It's uh, nice I, to be here. I butchered your, your intro, but I did the best <laughs> I could, all right? Hey, it's, it's close <laughs> enough. It's close <laughs> enough. So... First things first, um, how's everything going on over there? This has been very difficult. You're the first person we've had on the podcast from uh, the other side of the ocean, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's always fun like trying to organize stuff. We do plenty of stuff where you're kind of trying to work with different time zones, mm -hmm. and that is a fun one when you're trying to organize races and it's half well half midnight in one part of the world, <laughs> lunchtime somewhere else, someone's eating breakfast, and yeah, it's it's a an interesting one with. Uh, all this internet stuff these i'm not days. gonna lie i'm pretty impressed that you made it here with a five hour time zone difference when we literally had a lot of troubles with just one hour behind here so shout <laughs> yes. out to you <laughs> yeah, yeah this guy this guy knows how to make sure he like that we're in the right time zone so thank you for that one alex yeah that's again we've organized many of these five hours is not the worst it's when you're trying to work with the australians that's when oh. it gets really fun i <laughs> oh, love the australians all right so you started fail race back in 2011 uh first things first what started what motivated that to uh create fail race so i like many people spent plenty of time watching youtube and i started watching gaming stuff i started watching i'm sure many of you will be familiar with sort of rooster teeth and the yogs cast and a lot of their gaming things and i was watching some of the stuff that they were doing but no one was ever doing anything with cars i've been a massive massive motorsport fan and watched many episodes of top gear and always wanted Great to show. do exactly exactly a fantastic tv show always wanted to do vehicle related stuff you can't do real world stuff not without lots of money and lots of kit but in games you could and <laughs> no one was really doing this sort of thing and it's just one of those ideas all of these things that you, you sit there and think hmm i could come up with these ideas i could come up with these challenges and i had the equipment <laughs> at the time to film it and we just started doing silly stuff on games you know running budget cars trying to get silly challenges that perhaps other people hadn't thought of working and it just kind of took off from there so so you just mentioned Top Gear. Um, so who's your favorite host then? I, I have to know because I love Top Gear so much. <laughs> it, it, I remember my freshman year of college, that's pretty much all I would fall asleep to is just reruns of Top Gear on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, that's, that is a tough one. Um, I'm a big time. Um, I love James May, but I mean, Jeremy is, is by far the best. I, Clarkson is, I mean, the hammer, I think, is, yeah. is the easiest. <laughs> He's the easiest speed. He's the power. Yeah, um, I always quite like Hammond. I like Hammond because he was often kind of like the butt of most of the jokes, but was generally quite good up until it came to going in a straight line, and then perhaps not quite <laughs> so good. But on the most part, was generally pretty pretty good with stuff. So I think I'd probably have to go Hammond. That is a tough, it's a very tough call at the end of the day. <laughs> um, so going back to video games, um, so you play a lot of different games. I know um, for many people who aren't familiar, uh, Fail Race 
those videos contain either Grand Theft Auto, Wreckfest, BeamNG, lots of Forza games. I mean, you can go on and on with these lists of games. I've seen some obscure ones that I remember yep. back from when I was a child that I pop up and I'm just baffled. It's like, wow. I mean, this is like bringing back nostalgia. So what is the which game is your favorite to um, play either single player and what's your like your favorite multiplayer one to set up? Ooh, that is, <laughs> that is a tough one. I mean, multiplayer stuff, when you get it right, some of the GTA stuff is amazing. When you can get oh, yeah. some stuff set up, with, with some of the, the races work, we've had some unbelievable, unbelievable stuff on there. It is also the biggest pain in the ass to get working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, no, I know. I've been a part of a couple of those when you uh, race the community, and I'm not going to lie, definitely between lag spikes and... Uh, jokers in the back it's it's a little challenging yeah i just even getting servers servers to work so i couldn't oh yeah possibly, i couldn't possibly say gta 5 just on the number the number of issues um what i would probably say is some of the most fun uh, multiplayer stuff i've done is actually on wreckfest if yes. again can be a bit fiddly to get it working but when you get it right because the game's being designed considering there's going to be bumps there's going to be nudges someone's going to fall over something's going to get destroyed when mm -hmm. you get that lobby working it is an awful awful lot of fun i need to get myself that on a uh, console as soon as possible unfortunately not a pc gamer master race didn't really work out for me <laughs> my computer absolutely couldn't even handle running classic wow so unfortunately oh, for me so gta is definitely the hardest to set up in your opinion yeah gta is probably one of those that every time they do an update something else breaks and you just oh, yeah. learn you just learn what they've got working, and then you go to set up races again, and uh, then, then it gone. doesn't. Yep. Oh, it's, it's not fun. We've had some cool, really cool stuff working on it, but it's getting the cooperation uh, with, the, with the servers that is often yeah, rather, rather on the difficult side. Um, Kevin, you got anything for Alex real quick? Well, I yeah, I'm going to ask if you've, if you've dabbled with iRacing at all. I have. So I haven't played it for a while. It's one of those I want to get back into, but it takes a while to learn, and I've mm -hmm. just not had the time. I, I did quite a lot of oval racing on that, because not many games really try that much with the oval racing side <laughs> of things. And a lot of them that have tried it, it tends to not go very well. So my most of my time in iRacing has been spent doing doing the oval racing. And some of my best sort of favorite experiences from that have been with oval racing was it the old street stocks was that what it was like the entry level class Oof. i think camera uh, off the top of my head um yeah so, so racing some of them and if you again you get in the right lobby that's so much fun yeah, it's uh, all about who you play with yeah that is a big part with any multiplayer stuff is very much you get a group of like-minded people which is kind of what i've tried to do a lot with my channel you get a group of like-minded people and you can have brilliant fun, whatever you're doing. You can be racing the most stupid vehicles imaginable, but if everyone's <laughs> similar, that's, yeah, that's, that's how you get some very, very good racing. So, speaking about some of the most ridiculous vehicles, what is, what is the most ridiculous vehicle you think you've been able to pull <laughs> off in a multiplayer? Because I know right now, Wreckfest oh. has those couches that you can drive, and those are spectacular. Yeah, I mean, we've done, we've done stacks of very, very crazy stuff. We had a race where the whole lobby was running one and a half thousand horsepower classic American muscle cars <laughs> with so everything in them was standard bar the engine. Okay, admittedly, game physics, I'm sure the chassis would fall apart and the diff would yeah. explode. Uh, but you take that out, basically we shoved a hugely powerful engine and we were trying to keep control of these things. It didn't work very well. They didn't slow down. They didn't take a corner and then you got to a straight and as soon as they found grip, they 
got to about 180. Oh uh, that gosh. was pretty mad. Uh, we raced, so again, back to the boat on GTA 5, we raced the Giants. So they have a Dakar truck. You know the big, Oh, yeah. Big oh, oh, those yeah. are those are baffling. You do that, I, I remember yeah. those videos you do where you just send them in the straight line. Uh, it was a crash alley or whatever. That yeah. You have. Oh my god. Yeah. They they they're very big. They fall over a lot, and they're not very easy to drive. And we had someone oh, built yeah, us no. like this little go kart track, and everyone thought, <laughs> I know what, let's put these Dakar trucks on a go kart track. Shouldn't work. Turned out to be one of the best races we've done in ages. Oh, I don't know how goodness. we did it, but the, the big Dakar trucks, we could make them work at a go kart track somehow. <laughs> Um, speaking of go-kart, you ever, um, I never noticed any Mario Kart or, uh, Crash Team Racing games on there, anything, like, really silly like that? You just stay away from those, or you want the more simulation, or what's going on there? You just don't like Nintendo? Uh, well, Nintendo, <laughs> for, for a long time, Nintendo were really, really funny about people making videos on their games. They were really Oh, man, they quick. should not check YouTube now. Yeah, well, they, they have relaxed it. Of late, they have started relaxing it. Um, but for a while, they were really funny. And it was one of those, I don't want to have to deal with with kind of them trying to demonetize or them trying to claim videos. So I mm-hmm. just stayed away from it. Um, I have actually recently got a Switch. And there is potential. It would be a fun thing to do uh, some videos on because... Yeah, it's quite, quite, quite... I say it's quite different. It's quite different from what I'm used to doing, but... Everyone knows Mario Kart. Everyone's played that. Yeah, it's, it's a classic. I think they got like eight or nine of them now, or something. They got it all for like the Switch DS and all the millions of different Nintendo products that they love putting out every year. Uh, Kevin, yeah, I'm just trying to make sure I'm not a- uh, asking a million questions while you just sit there and take my prize and glory. No, I'm honestly just loving the Mario Kart talk. <laughs> that's um, by who, far who the would... best experience I have with racing games. <laughs> Kevin, uh-huh. you don't play iRacing at all? Come on, man. Um, ah. so, so are you a wheel guy or a controller guy? Uh, I have I have both. I have a big sim rig set up in my office. It currently doesn't work because I had to nick a power lead for something. But I do have a big proper uh, sim rig set up. I tend to do a lot of recording-wise on a controller. It depends on the game. You know, iRacing, mm-hmm. you're going to play on a wheel. Obviously, yeah. You know, you're full-on sim games, you're going to play on a wheel. Uh, a lot of other stuff I'll play on a controller. It's just easier recording from from a controller things like forza and so on work best will often work best with controllers but yeah it's nice having the options uh, for when you want to go and try a game on a wheel some games it's not necessarily faster to be on a wheel it's just more fun to have that experience Mm -hmm. um when you started doing um your grand theft auto videos did when you made survive the hunt did you realize that you were creating something that would absolutely (laughs) change the landscape of Grand Theft Auto Online forever, pretty much. No, that that was that was one of those ideas. It took us probably six months to even get that game mode working. We went I through so figure. we took so many like so many different ideas, so many different rule sets. We went through so many times. We recorded it, or we, we went to start trying something, realized we'd messed up a setting and had to try mm-hmm. and figure something else out again. And okay, it was another one of those dumb ideas. I. Like, it was I can't even remember what it was based on. It's based on something I heard and I kind of reworked it into how could you how could you make it into like a car chase thing? How could you make this like movie style car chase going on? And I just twisted GTA five until I could find a rule set that allowed for this to happen. And I had no idea it could be the most popular thing we did. It's beautiful. I think you're up to sixteen of these now. I think... Something crazy like that. 
I think yeah, I think the last one that went out was fifteen, and oh we have goodness. filmed filmed a sixteenth one now, and it's just trying to keep coming up with. <laughs> you don't want to change the formula too much because it works, but just yeah, something. you've definitely done a great job tweaking the rules. I think that the problem with it for a while was that the people in the helicopters were just going bonkers and always could find you. And honestly, I think now you've tweaked it just enough that it's almost perfect. Like I love the um, destroying, as you say, prees. Um, <laughs> I love the way yeah. you say that, by the way, because in America we all just say, "Oh, it's a Prius," and you're just like prees, and I love it. Prees. Yeah, it's, it's more fun. You should try it. It's much oh, more it's... fun calling them pre than it is anything else. I think, <laughs> I, I, I do believe that pre is technically the correct plural of Prius. I think that's what I believe started. so. We just got carried away with it, so now that's just what they're called. That is actually the first fail race video I watched was you um, racing a bunch of pre's. Like, like just, I think what it was, you were you had like a giant tower on the top. And you just started just gradually driving them off, and they would just fall down to the ground. And you were like playing darts or something. I don't know what it was. Oh yeah, I know exactly. I know exactly <laughs> the video that you're talking about. So fourteen thousand videos, and you can remember the video. God oh yeah, <laughs> I I remember how we came up with that stupid idea as well. Sillily enough, uh, so it was Prius Fall is a game mode we had where everybody stood at the bottom, and one guy started at the top with a with a <laughs> yes. Prius would jump down and have to try and splat the people in the bottom. And once you were killed, you then joined the jumping prees until it was like 14 cars raining down on one person. It's, was, one of the, uh, it's one of the best I've ever seen. And again, like you just come up with these crazy ideas and they, you make them work. The community is wonderfully behind you. And I love it so much. Yeah, I mean, that, that one, so the, the way that game mode started, again, I'm sad I remember this, but the way that game mode started is I was, <laughs> I was doing, we were doing a stream. Like I was doing a test stream. I was like testing mm-hmm. a bunch of equipment at one point, and I was, I was with a friend at the time, and we were, we were playing Titanfall. The Great game. A very, very, very good game indeed when that first came out. I've never played the second, but it is a very, really second good game. The second one is it, absolutely fantastic, but uh, just to go off topic yeah, real quick, I, I streamed that a lot with my friends. Great. I did hear, like, the... I never got around. I did hear the campaign was really, really good on it, which is weird. Campaign for was fantastic, also. Yeah, right. Uh, so <laughs> I'll have to play that at some point. But yeah, we're, we're playing this. So we're playing Titanfall, and we're talking with chat. And for some reason, we're talking about Prees. I don't remember why. <laughs> but they, that came up. And at some point, we were then went back to talking about the game. And I accidentally goofed and said Prius Fall instead of Titanfall, as you did <laughs> talking. And then the the chat whatever at the time wanted me to try and make a Prius fall so I had to kind of figure out how the hell can I make that stupid goof into an actual game mode you did a pretty good job if you ask me on huh? it like, worked I mean, you see some of these like knockoff versions of it in the fan made game mode so I mean you clearly have influenced a lot of people I, I like to think a good influence a creative influence <laughs> creative yes <laughs> um let's see here uh so I think that. So in GTA, what is your favorite um, game mode or mod that you would play? Like, what is your favorite one that you've worked on or filmed? Ooh, uh, my favorite my favorite mod has to be, there was a street racing mod that uh, you basically oh, would yeah. create, it would create these street racing meets. So mm-hmm. it would spawn in a bunch of different cars and they have varying performance levels. Some of, and some of them were like tweaked to be a lot faster than yeah. a normal game car would be. And I managed to kind of rework it in such a way whereby I turned it into like a, a need for speed game, like a, a career mode, if you like. So I set myself a budget to start off with, buy a car, try and do these races and earn money to upgrade my car and then move on to another car. And that it just kind of changed the entire way I played GTA for a good sort of month or two, just making this career mode out of what was essentially a single mod completely changed 
my use of GTA. Mm-hmm. That's a fun thing. The great thing about modding with with that game is there is so much you can do that uh, you can really, really change how the game's played. And it has a lot of replayability. Oh, absolutely. I still go back to it every now and then. It came out six years ago. Yeah, it's we were talking about this the other day, actually. It's mad to think that that game has been out for so long, and yet I still happily play it. We still we stream it regularly. We keep coming mm-hmm. up with game modes for it. It's There's still stuff you can do with it. Oh, GTA Five is the only video game in my life that I have bought twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you only bought it twice? I think I bought it. Because I had it for 360, and then I switched over to PS4, and I was like, this game is too good not to buy again. So, mm-hmm. I think I had I... 360, Xbox One, two Xbox Ones, one of the discs got broken, <laughs> um, and then PC by accident. I don't know how that happened, but. You know, yeah, hey, when I accidentally player. buy a game. Yeah, yeah. Hey, when I accidentally am on Steam, and I'm like, yeah, this will go directly to my Xbox. <laughs> um, so outside of racing games, I know that I've seen you play like Roller Coaster or Theme Park Tycoon. What are some other yeah. games that you, um, by the way, incredible series? Um, <laughs> <laughs> just want to get that out there. What other yeah. games would would you uh, go out of your way to play that are not racing games? Uh, I've been a big fan of the Borderlands series. Uh, that's Great been series. one of those. The Borderlands, Borderlands Two in particular, is mm-hmm. a fantastic game. Uh, I've started playing through the third one that recently came out. It's good. Ooh, and it's nice. not, not quite as good as the second, I don't think. But I, I have played quite... It's, <laughs> if you like Borderlands 2, you'll enjoy 3. Yeah, so. I'm probably going to hop on that next week or two. I want to get through Gears before I do anything oh, else. Yeah. I just got into that and Fallout's been on my... like. I've been trying to finish <laughs> Fallout for about eight years now. I think I'm going to do it. Eventually. I, I do that Eventually. as well. Like, I, I started Red Dead uh, 2... Oh, I'm never Probably gonna finish eight, Red Dead eight, eight, eight months ago, and I, I got a little bit of the way through. It's a good game. You just get distracted by other ones and completely exactly. Um, I think for me, it's the fact that like I'm so used to like a GTA game where I can just rocket my way over to where I need to go. Whereas in Red Dead, yeah. I'm riding a slow horse. I mean, that just kills <laughs> it for me. Beautiful game, one of the best games I ever played. So slow moving. Um, yeah. All right, let's see here. Um, so do you have any personal rivals that you've um, pretty much sit through multiplayer racing? Um, like any like people that you know, if you're racing them, like, oh, this is going to be like really good or this is going to be very challenging? There are plenty of regulars in. We have a little filming group, if you like, a crew that will mm-hmm. go around and film most of our races. And there are people in there that you that, that I know will probably be faster than me. There are people, <laughs> most of them are kind of people around, you know, my sort of skill level is we get everyone together because we're going to race closely where there are yeah. some that we get into, into those races and you know, that's going to be a tough time to beat them. <laughs> uh, there's, there's a couple in Pega is one and name you'll see often in GTA <laughs> five races who will go up against. And I, I know every race against him is going to be incredibly, incredibly difficult. Um, it's good though. It's, it's good to have the challenge. It's always good to have. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, those, if you're winning every single things. race, what's the fun in it? Yeah, exactly. That's how I felt um, about the old F1 games. <laughs> Yeah, or F1 <laughs> currently, or oh <laughs> god, I'm I'm currently in 2018 and I'm uh, not pleased right now. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, I have a like so one more question I have about um when you yeah. film, how in the world are you able to hold your tongue so well when you're playing these games? Because I am like cursing up a storm like a sailor when I'm <laughs> playing these things online. I'm breaking controllers. I'm losing my mind. I don't know how you're able to at worst say that was silly like i don't get it you're a genius if uh, being able to hold your tongue i i don't know i guess it's one of those things that um 
once you start doing it, it's not so bad. It's also, again, it's one of those I started because it was funny to find alternatives. Mm -hmm. It's funny <laughs> to find a different insult. It's very easy to go to the default selection of insults, but of it's course. much more entertaining when you call someone a twonk because people laugh <laughs> at that insult as you have just done there. It's brilliant. I've never heard that. It's <laughs> great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going exactly. to start calling you that, Kevin, every single week now. Oh, that's great. I'll exactly. Exactly. It's so much more fun. And it's it's just I try to keep a, a generally fairly of course a fairly light atmosphere with stuff. If I'm getting out occasionally I'll get frustrated at games. F1 2019 this afternoon was very <laughs> annoying. Um with AI being uncooperative, but Oh, that's a, that's an understatement with the AI. Yes, yes. Sometimes they decide that uh, even if you're alongside that they are not gonna give you any room and take off your front wing. Oh, Hamilton straight up ran into me yesterday and put me <laughs> over this, the grandstands at Barcelona. So, I mean... Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that would also... But yeah, you, you get frustrated at games, of course, but I'm trying to yeah. make generally light... Just light entertainment is kind of basically what I go for with my stuff. So gotcha. I try not to get too frustrated. And yeah, it's just more fun coming up with a creative insult, if you can. All right. So, Kevin, you got any uh, questions for him about games before I move into an actual game that we can all play together? Yeah, just uh, one more going back to GTA. What would you say is the most amount of consecutive time you've played GTA for? Oh, good God. In <laughs> one sitting. In, in one sitting. Um, <laughs> God, what have we done? We've we won't judge you. We've certainly spent afternoons filming stuff. I mean, probably four or five hours filming something oh, is bad. not un unheard of. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, think I did a 17 hour binge like the first week it came out. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, see, I don't think I've quite been that bad with, I guess, like a a, a weekend release or something. Pretty fair, mm -hmm. when that game came out, I was still living with my parents and they would have got angry at me, <laughs> I suspect. But um, yeah, I mean, probably eight hours at some point I would have done like setting up maps and so on. But uh, by that time, you by the end of that, you're fairly fed up with fighting with the game i should think <laughs> i can feel that um kevin you got anything else no that was it all right just making sure you get some uh time here all right so yeah, now we're it. gonna go ahead and do something <laughs> that we we teased this probably episode four or five that we were gonna do this and sadly nolan is not here to do it with us r.i.p.i.p -I -P, our angel um but we do we want to rank our top four racing games of all time. Now the rules for this one is it must be um, you can't use the same games from a series. Like I can't just go in and say NASCAR Thunder two thousand two to two thousand five. No, that's stupid. yeah. You got to be able to pick different games, something that we're familiar with. And I want to know: Do you guys consider GTA a racing game or not? Because I was debating this with myself all night last night. I had I'd say it's a game with racing, but it's not mm -hmm. a racing game. All right. Yeah, I would. And I would agree I with that. We'll put it in on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, I see you over there. All right. Yes. Um. So, Alex, since you are our guest and are pretty much our host, um, I will let you go first and uh, go ahead and rank your top four. And we cannot pick the same games. Like, I can't just go ahead and pick like BeamNG or something after like someone else picks it. Okay. Uh, top four. I'll go in first. First place for me. Is the original Tocker race driver? Ooh, first, wow! First Tocker race drivers. It is quite glitchy when you go back to it now after many years. I don't remember it being as a glitch fest as it was, but it does have probably the best single player career mode of any game I've ever played. 
And as oh, much man. as as much as later games have got or tried similar things, it still does a career mode better than than anything else. So All right. perfect. So now we're gonna do a snake draft. So Kevin goes and I go, then I go, Kevin. Yep. And- so on and so forth. We won't get lost in the snake. We've done this a couple of times where we get lost in the snake. Won't happen this time. So, Kevin, what's your number one? Uh, my favorite racing game of all time or just one of the four? Um, just, I mean, if, you want, if you're afraid I'm going to steal one of your picks, like I would just go ahead and say it now because that's what I'm doing. It's maybe not be my favorite, but it's one that I know will get stolen. So. All right. Well, I have like a solid four, so I'm just going to go in order of how popular they are i'm just gonna have to go with gta 5 okay well there it is so many literally try to discuss this rule (laughs) with friends just playing that game and just like do you play with do you play with casuals or do you play with friends when you race i play with friends okay because playing with casuals is absolutely as frustrating as trying to play oh i know no like i've i don't think i've ever cried laughing as much as i have (laughs) in a video game as gta like just the shit that happens in the race or whatever it's just like has me rolling <laughs> yeah pretty much i mean alex can go on and on i'm sure about just non-stop <laughs> races yeah. there yeah um, the... all right well i am going to go ahead and go with dirt to daytona that is a game i've put so many hours into it was a sequel to nascar heat came out in 2002 it was the first game to introduce for nascar multiple different series with the trucks the modified and the dirt it was the first time i was um introduced to dirt racing which i love right now i think that dirt and i racing and the dirt um that they have in some of the other um like lower series lower tier games i guess really good physics and really just fun racing like i love just sliding the cars around took a while for me to get um really good at that and i was able to make colin braun a nascar champion which is very difficult to do in any game so god bless (laughs) You guys still I've, I've heard I've heard quite a lot of good th- I've heard that game I've never played it myself I've never seen it in England we don't really That's, uh, have, that's have so good. many many NASCAR games but that one has been recommended to me a number of times I might just see if I can find an old copy of it somewhere I had a go. PS2 copy it's it's definitely still holds up as a good racing game like I would definitely put it over um some of the early 2010 games that came out for NASCAR that yeah. were just absolutely atrocious um, but it is not the best one of all time. But I didn't play a lot of NASCAR racing 2003. I didn't really, uh, uh, I, I, again, not a computer guy. So I don't know. The only computer game I ever really put my entire life into was City Skylines. And I think you're familiar <laughs> with that game. Yeah, that you can lose days trying to oh, do that. Oh, yeah. No, I remember one day during my, um, when I was in college, I woke up one Saturday. It was about 9 a.m. I started playing and I didn't like get up for my spot till 6 p.m. And I looked outside, I'm like, oh, the sun's gone down. That's that's concerning. Yeah. And I just kept building my city. I think I had about a solid 500,000 people. I was so proud of myself. Wow. So my next favorite racing game of all time. Um, honestly, a bit cliche, but I'm surprised it honestly stayed on the board this long. I got to go with uh, Mario Kart. I'm going to go with the most recent Mario Kart because I put so much effort into that with a lot of my friends from college. So definitely going to go. I think it's Mario Kart 8, right? Yes. Yeah, God bless. That is definitely a classic. Although special mention to Crash Team Racing, one of one of the best games of my childhood. That I I played countless hours of that. wasn't very good, but had so much fun. All right. So, Kevin, what you got? So I'm gonna follow it up with another Mario Kart game. Oh, can you do? I literally said you can't do that. Well, you said I couldn't <laughs> pick the same game. I'm picking another Mario Kart game. 
I said from the series. Oh, whatever. Screw your rules. All right, I'm going to go with <laughs> Mario Kart Double Dash. Easily. Okay. My, probably my second favorite Mario Kart game. I think I like 8 the best. We took that, so screw you. But um, <laughs> just I love the, the whole each character gets their own unique item aspect of it. Plus, when I, I used to go to an after-school care camp thing in elementary school. Oh, wow. Nice brag. That was the game that everyone would literally wait in line to play. <laughs> oh, man. I think for us it was Smash Bros. Without a doubt, it was Smash Bros. <laughs> that everyone would wait in line for. Got me, got me raging at an early age. Yes. Um, all right, Alex, so you get to make two picks now. I get to make two picks. Okay. Yes. First one, first one I'm to go with is Project Gotham Racing 4. Now, I'm, I'm hoping everyone will be familiar with this one. Fantastic arcade racer. Uh, had had one of the most interesting. It wasn't the largest car list you ever had, but had some mm-hmm. really really interesting cars. The Callaway Sledgehammer, for example, that was just a mad modified Corvette that did like 250 <laughs> miles an hour that's, in the 80s bonkers. or something. It's stupid. They had a, a motorbike with a jet engine on it. Of course, uh, they had all sorts of wonderful cars and backed up really really good handling model. They had snow. They had ice. They had really really good weather effects for a game. It I just sounds like things. these like people who made that game just decided to make all the, the add-ons for GTA five of late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean it was it was a really interesting selection of cars. Fantastic. Great looking game for the day as well. And You're bringing out the nostalgia here today. Yeah. Well yeah, that's kind of there are there are plenty of good modern games, but some of the older stuff was a lot more creative. And oh, that, yeah. that oh, yeah. for me is 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 what is what I like. The next one and next one's tough. I'm going to go for a burnout game. Oh, however, no, I've lost one of my picks. <laughs> however, I, I, it's really difficult to choose between I'm going to go with Burnout 3. I'm going to go with Burnout 3. Oh. Take down because oh my God, that was my favorite one. That was the Crash Junctions. Yes. Crash Junctions are the reason for that. Those Crash Junctions were just so much fun. Paradise is also really good. I think that yeah, was no, the other yeah. one. That yeah, was the other that, one I was going to <laughs> It's tough, but Burnout 3 was the first Burnout. Well, it was the second Burnout game I got. The first one someone took from my house, sadly. <laughs> I, I still can't find out who did it, but um, Burnout 3 was definitely... I put so many man hours into that one in middle school, and I was just yeah. oh, what a great game. All right, Kevin. Gold medals and everything in that. Yes. Oh, man. Already. <laughs> this one was a pretty recent game. Uh, the only recent okay. game on my list, it turns out. Well, depending on how you look at GTA, but I'm gonna have to go with Grand Turismo Sport. Okay, it's a oh right, you play PlayStation. You yeah, I'm on PlayStation, club. so it's a very fun and pretty probably the most realistic racing game I've played because I haven't done one. Unless you play Forza, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> <clears throat> my chest. Wow, that was weird. Uh, no, nah, I just that was weird. I uh, I like all the different tracks they have around the world. I wish they had more. They have like half the F1 tracks, and I really want to race on some that's not there, but whatever. Oh, no, there's but a yeah. One of the cars you can race on has some good times with friends on that one as well. So just a solid racing game, and I got it for only twenty bucks, so I can't really beat that. Get an Xbox, you coward! <laughs> Come play with us on 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 Buy the me an side Xbox. of gaming. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let me just make a couple a couple thousand bucks on this podcast real quick. Yeah, I got for you. Sure. 
All right, so I get to make two picks, which is going to be a little challenging because I know one of them, and I'm surprised that um, no one's mentioned it. But this was the first open-world game. My parents would not let me play Grand Theft Auto for obvious reasons as a child, but they didn't know about um, the open-world like games that I actually wanted to play. And for me, Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition is definitely the yeah, first one that I got out there. Um, honest, I didn't I get know too- what that is. I didn't get too far into that game. Um, not gonna lie, it was uh, mostly me driving around San Diego, just messing with the train and dro- and doing burnouts and just racing AI. But uh, that soundtrack—if I could love a game for a soundtrack, it's definitely that one. That is, that is just a great game. I played it a lot with my friends um, on split screen, multiplayer, online, all that good stuff. So definitely, Midnight Club was um, high up there on that list for me. Alex, did you ever get to play that game? Yeah, I've played quite. I think I played all the Midnight Clubs actually, but uh, yeah, three three is fantastic. Like the customization on the, some of the cars. Yes. In that, oh my god! Really good stuff. That was I the wish... first time that I ever got to do that. By the way, where I was yeah. like, like customizing. Like for, well, for me, I think Need for Speed Underground Two. I think I played first. Or mm-hmm. Actually, I mean the original Underground. The, the Underground Underground Two was some of the first kind of proper car customization games that I that I would have used or played. Uh, but Midnight Club Three was very very good. Midnight Club LA is also excellent. Yes. Oh my goodness. Just shame great not series anymore. Yeah, I know. It, it is a real shame. Those games were just so much fun. Just get yourself into so much trouble and just spend <laughs> yeah. so many hours just playing it. Let's see here. My last one. So I've already picked a NASCAR game, so I can't do another one. That's a little... Sh- that's a shame. Um, Let's see here. You know what? Um, I put a lot of hours into this one, too, when I was in middle and high school. Um, And it was just so much fun. It was like my first... Uh, real experience with simulation racing um i mean i don't know if you consider it a grid simulation but the first grid that came out those crash physics were incredible i think i played the demo for about um, two months before i bought the game just because the demo was so good and yeah definitely my favorite of of that time frame for xbox 360 i wouldn't really go back to a nascar game after i started playing that the grid game was I it did like damage like vehicle mm-hmm. damage for properly licensed cars or like race cars and so on the yeah. damage that could go on with them vehicles was seriously impressive whole mm-hmm. team aspect as well was uh yeah that was a very very good game there's a new one yeah. coming out yes i have seen a future I'm very excited i saw you play one of them the other day so i'm definitely um interested it's very much along the lines of the first the, the original that, grid so oof. if you like that it is definitely oh, yeah. something to take a look at it's right up my alley all right kevin what's your fourth all right, my last one had to save a NASCAR game. And I of think course. My first NASCAR game was NASCAR 07 for the PS2. Oh, I'm so sorry. That was your first <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, I know. Looking back, it? it wasn't the best, but it holds a special place in my heart. I get that. My first one, thank God, was NASCAR 2001. That game was a masterpiece, but like, <laughs> oh man, I'm so sorry you had to deal with Elliot Sadler <laughs> on the cover. Was it Elliot Sadler or Tony Stewart? It was Tony Stewart was NASCAR 08, where you could. Okay, choose... I had both, and I played both like equally. Mm-hmm. But okay, 08 was great. But if you remember back to those games, which shouts out EA Sports for losing their license, um, they had no uh, manufacturers on those cars. Hmm. Like you noticed that, right? Like they I did all kind of the Chevys, <laughs> the Toyotas, and the Fords in 08. Like Anthony, they I was so eight similar. years old. I didn't know anything. I think you're that much younger. Than me. <laughs> um. Just I don't even know. Like those games, like it was funny when you're just driving a Kyle Busch Toyota and it's like looks like a Ford. Like it just was it was bonkers. It's mm-hmm. goofy. All right, Alex, what's your last one? 
Uh, I think my last one is, I think it'll be fairly straightforward. It's going to be Forza Horizon 4. And there's a load of Forza games you could put in in contention. I think Horizon 4 is the one I've had the most fun with because it Mm -hmm. gives me the most options. Mm -hmm. Making making videos, making content, I'm constantly looking for a game that I can basically break. If I can do something with it (laughs) that it's not intended to do, that's good news for me. Uh, But yeah, Horizon 4 gives you a lot of options, gives you a lot more options than previous ones. Interesting. Helps it is in Britain, of course. uh, But interesting, (laughs) interesting map, some nasty roads some challenging roads means you can do interesting things with it it's just a good it's a good it's a beautiful game it yeah. really is so much fun i definitely want to get back into it now that i have game pass but uh i don't know it's taking yeah. some time to work my way i will say this though when i first played it and that odessa song starts playing in the beginning i just didn't touch the game for five minutes i just sat there and just marveled because i that's my favorite odessa song by far when i saw them live i cried watching it and like definitely um definitely is a way to get me ready for it so okay cool we got our mount rushmore of games here i'm gonna post it on the twitter and the instagram um so everyone can look at but i think that uh alex definitely hit the nail on the head with a lot of the nostalgia here like burnout 3 still one of the best i'm i'm pissed i didn't pick that one first i don't think anyone's gonna take dirt to daytona i was like i'm gonna steal dirt to daytona no one's gonna get this i got it i feel stupid now all right so Moving away from video games real quick, let's talk some real racing here. So you said that you're not completely caught up on NASCAR right now. Yeah, I have. Thankfully, living in England, watching NASCAR is quite difficult. Um, mm-hmm. It's not a particularly big thing over here, but Unfortunately. very kindly upload everything to YouTube, which is yes. brilliant. It means that I can try and keep up to date. I've having not been around much for the last couple of weeks. I've watched up to Indianapolis. I saw that oh, one. Oh, you could have just skipped that one. Uh, <laughs> we don't um, like it. We, we, we don't really like that track. I don't like that track. I think Kevin likes it. I mean, it's not we allow it by far anywhere towards the top of my tracks. It's so NASCAR. good for the indie cars. It's just atrocious, I feel like. Yeah, because it was built for indie cars. It wasn't built for Wow, it's all, yeah, right. It's almost <laughs> like it was built for those guys. Yeah. It wasn't built for Formula One, though. I think we figured that one out pretty quickly. Yes, um, we did. So you're only one so, race behind. Uh, it's, yeah. it's actually, I don't actually know how many I am behind now. But yeah, fair you enough. are only one race. You just got to watch Vegas, and Vegas was okay. I mean, it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Pretty good. Have you ever Absolutely. Have you ever wanted to go to a NASCAR race? I would absolutely love to. I would. Ooh, I really, let's, really let's want Alice to. to a NASCAR race. I, I really yeah. want to go to Bristol. That yes. what, that's, oh, man. that is where I want to go to watch a NASCAR race. One you... one year, one day, I will hopefully uh, get there to see it. Did you hear about Martinsville next year? They, they uh, turned I... into a night race. I did not hear that. No. Yeah, they changed the schedule, and now Martinsville's a night race. Me and Kevin are going for his twenty uh, first birthday. Ah, very exciting. That's yeah, also exactly. quite a interesting race. Normally. Yes. Oh yeah, <laughs> under the lights, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. Bristol, I when I interviewed the um a couple of our friends of the program, shouts out Tyler and Ken, um they said that the the smell of the track is just a little <laughs> nauseating, but that that reverbing sound of the cars going around, you can't get that anywhere else. It's it's an it's an atmosphere unlike any other. So definitely, you picked a good one. Me and Kevin are also going to Talladega. Which the racing is great, but the debauchery that goes around there is even better. So, if you ever want to go and have like a, a wacky, um, like just stag like weekend, come to Talladega with us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Fair enough. Are, are you a big Formula One guy in real life? Like, do you watch a lot of Formula One races? I. I keep up with it. Last year I gave up because I got bored. <laughs> it was, it yeah. wasn't great last year. This year 
after France, it got excited. It's, oh, it's yeah. had exciting enough races that it's been worthwhile watching. Um, I I would like, as everyone would, I'd like Formula One to be a bit more exciting. At oh, yeah. the moment, it is. Uh, so would we, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. we only talk about it for about a minute each episode. <laughs> It's yes, the cars are very quick. The racing's sometimes exciting for around fourth, and <laughs> maybe next year it'll be better. I feel like that's said every single year, and not much changes. I'll say yeah. this: McLaren has gotten much better this season. Like Lando Norris is a breath yeah. of fresh air for that team, and I'm I was very impressed with Albon with him coming over to Red Bull. Our F1 guy actually predicted that Albon would take that seat midway through the year, and um. I mean, even Gasly, like he's doing better. He's he's doing pretty well with Toro Rosso. I think that there is competition in the midfield, and hopefully soon they'll be able to compete with Mercedes and um, Ferrari for uh, podiums. But I mean, that's probably not going to be happening that quickly. Like Verstappen, even trouble, even has trouble like getting podiums. It feels like he's going to uh-huh. either wreck on lap one or give you a podium. I think. Yeah. Well, Verstappen will be exciting. Oh, it's he's so what young sort of so excitement? Talented you will get with him you're never quite sure but that's <laughs> half the fun all you need is a wacky race like like germany when you have something mm-hmm. that little bit unpredictable rain fantastic for causing complete chaos oh, yeah, uh, we've, we've already race. motioned our uh, our vote for sprinklers oh yes in the middle of the race to go off <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just random. some mario kart nonsense yeah <laughs> Yeah, I could just imagine Hamilton throwing bananas out of the back of a car or <laughs> Vettel, Vettel with the blue shell when he's had a bad race or something. Well, honestly, right. all that we chaos. need for Vettel is to just spin out and come right back onto the track without even having any regard for human life whatsoever. <laughs> that, is, that is some Mario Kart action. <laughs> um, so what got you actually into oval racing? Because it's not normal for, for people, I feel like, in England to enjoy NASCAR or any type of oval racing. Um, that is actually a really good question. I thank you. I can't say I actually remember what it was at first. I, I've always been a fan of what I've always been a fan. Once I started in England, you don't learn about American cars. Okay, in England, sadly, mm-hmm. you 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 have Ferrari, you have Porsche, you have Lamborghini, and so on. And they're the supercars that, when you're a kid, you have on the bedroom wall naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just don't hear about the American cars, the classic or even the modern ones for when I was growing up anyway. I remember like the first time I saw a Dodge Viper and it was such a different car to mm-hmm. anything else I'd ever seen on the road in England. And that's what got me interested in American cars. So I started, you know, being interested in, in the Vipers, in the Corvettes, in the classic muscle cars and so on. And I guess that gradually then started getting me interested in, in NASCAR, in a little bit in oval racing. And once I found I could watch them on YouTube, that was perfect because then I could actually start keeping up with these races that I'd never, I guess I've probably seen like an odd bit from the Daytona at some point when it made its <laughs> way on TV over here, normally because there was a big crash somewhere. Yeah, that's honest. usually what'll do it. But yeah, once once I found that you could actually start watching them on YouTube, uh, like the full races actually keep up with a season, that was perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. Kevin, you want to uh, take over real quick? I'm trying to see what I can do here with my questions. Yeah, so... Do you have like a favorite race that you like to watch each year? It doesn't have to be NASCAR, it could be F1 or like Le Mans or anything. The Indy 500. I don't think anyone really watches all 24 hours of Le Mans there, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I know some people who do. I know some God people have like a big, big Le Mans party and stay up. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> no one. 
I can't say that's that's for me particularly. Um, the the Bathurst 1000, the V8 supercar insurance uh, race, that is one that I always look forward to because, again, something mad happens in that. Like the last few mm. years, so this is a about six hour race. I think it tends to go on for, and okay. for the last few years, it's been won by less than a second. I oh, really? Yeah, it's wow. crazy. They've been last lap part. I think I don't know if it was last year or oh. the year before. The leader ran out of fuel or was running out of fuel on the last uh, lap. Was, wait, was really? Desperate. Yeah, was desperately trying to cling on to the position because he was get, getting caught, so he couldn't say fueled. Uh, so he had to push as hard as he could have just hoped the car stayed. And as he went down the last straight, I think the car just gave up. It was just dying, running out of fuel, and he had to really back off. And yeah, it's the cars. The V eight supercars are crazy things. Starting oh, yeah. with the tracks, fantastic, and it's it's the endurance race. I guess that sort of captures my attention the most. I'm not a massive lover of the endurance races, but the Bathurst one thousand is almost always excellent. And if it rains, it is <laughs> completely bonkers. But that yeah, it's a normal race. Is- so challenging in video games like i cannot get through those s's without yep. hitting something I, I feel like I, and those cars those, those supercars are sneaky sneaky quick like people don't think about how like they're almost as fast as nascars pretty much like they are just something else i we um are i'm not too familiar with um v8 supercars sadly i don't get to watch it enough um i know marcos ambrose used to race there i don't think he does yep. it anymore does he no i think he, he oh. came back but like half a season and god bless him he was so much fun when he raced in nascar and um who was the guy that races for penske it's not donahue it's scott mclaughlin yeah that's who i'm thinking of yeah that's who i'm thinking of those are the only two drivers i'm vaguely familiar with over there and i feel like if they showed it a little bit more in america i feel like people like racing fans would really enjoy that especially like mount panorama that track is ridiculous I yeah, remember watching it's... the track record get broken. I was like, geez, that's ridiculous yeah, they, how fast he's going through there. They 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 really do shift. They do have for the V8 supercars, how I watch it, because again, it's not showing over here in England. Mm-hmm. They on their website, I think it's I think it's twenty quid for the season. It might be a little bit more. It's around that sort of thing. For, but yeah, for the for the whole season, you can go on their website, you can watch all the races live streamed, or you can watch them back whenever you want. And okay, it's not quite like sticking it up on YouTube, however. Mm-hmm. It means they have a chance of being able to watch it. Exactly. It would be nice if they broadcast these these events more around the world because I'm sure there's plenty of people who would be interested. Yeah, I watch a lot of the supercar clips on YouTube. I've been getting into that lately, but like I can't yeah. imagine that it, they have a broadcast deal here in the US just because of time zone difference and I feel like ratings don't justify enough of a TV deal. Yeah, they show bowling, Kevin. They show <laughs> bowling is such a great sport. Bowling is fun when you're like with your kids or something, and it's like, oh well, we don't have anywhere to go with them for their birthday. Might as well take them here. Yeah, I had a lot of I had a lot of birthday parties at bowling alleys. <laughs> I think we all have. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I want to go back to F1 real quick. So do you think that the stewards are actually clowns that just dress in suits most of the time on, on Sundays? Uh, they have a tough job. Okay, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll try and be fair. They have a tough job. However, they sure. do seem to make up a lot of what they do as they go along. I, I feel like there's... They, they try, try to be consistent mm-hmm. and... You know they've they've been criticised often for jumping in and, and giving penalties very very quickly, mm-hmm. and then when they don't give penalties very quickly, they don't get criticised for not penalising someone because they did before. It's it's not an easy job. Um, yeah. However, 
there is definite lack of consistency at times. And of course, when it's, you know, your favorite driver or when it's an important moment in the race, yeah, it can have quite an impact. Yeah. What I've learned from this year watching a bunch of different types of motorsports that F1, yeah, stewards, very questionable on racing calls, <laughs> just like straight up racing calls. IndyCar likes to have these random like 20 minute caution periods for a single car spin <laughs> or then, Santino Ferrucci parks it on the front stretch. Yeah. And then NASCAR and their pit road penalties, they miss uh, some here and then. So not, I, mean, I think NASCAR like, might be the most consistent though. Like with their penalties with their, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Unless your name is Justin Haley. This is true. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's motorsports. There's a lot going on at any given moment. So it's, it's hard to get everything right. And unfortunately, just the nature of you know human nature. Whenever it's everything's right, no one says anything. But when one thing goes wrong, everyone's like, ah, you know, all that. Yeah. So that's part it's of just it. The, it's the Ferrari, like the stewards hate Ferrari conspiracy. Yeah. I feel like that goes on more than anything else. <laughs> I, I don't know if you are a big NFL fan or not, but motorsports looks like the best officiated sport by far. <laughs> yeah, to the absolutely. NFL, so I, I, we're good there. <laughs> would I would again? It, we don't see it over here very often. I would like I like the I like the sport. I like the game. It's an interesting, mm. very different to what we play over here. Uh, but even I have heard of quite a few of the controversies that go on there. So I can imagine, I'm only beginning to imagine what the officiating calls are like in regular yeah, stuff. But like it was literally so bad in the uh, the penultimate uh, game last year that they over the off season had to create a brand new rule. Because of how bad a call was, so. <laughs> um, do you do you watch real uh, football? Because NFL has become just nonsense as a Dolphins fan for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, well, I watch. I guess as you guys would call it soccer. Um, I oh, I'll call it football for your sake. Ah, fair enough. Yeah, I I used to uh, many years ago. I used to play. I was a fairly decent goalie. Uh, once upon a time um scott sterling okay I, I do i do i do enjoy the sport um it's one of those i support chelsea i'm sure i get plenty of booze oh, from some okay. people the interview's over guys um, all right i'll say this it's not as bad as being a liverpool fan i'll give you that there we go yeah um <laughs> there, there's a lot of rivalry uh um, but like Whichever, whatever team you end up supporting, there are going to be seasons where you watch a lot because things are going well. There are seasons where you're not going to pay much attention because they're not going yep. well. And this is currently one where I'm not really paying much attention. So yeah, it fluctuates. I felt that. It's tougher in America because the games are on so early for me on Saturday yeah. mornings, Fridays, and all that. I'm a Man U supporter, and we're not very good, uh. and we keep getting your sloppy seconds, and it's not great. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not happy. Thank God Mourinho's gone, but you know, I'm trying to keep some faith this year. You know, I'm just hoping that we figure anything out because ever since we got Pogba, I've just been losing my mind with this team. <laughs> it's <laughs> all right. been an interesting time. So. I want to know who do you consider the goat of racing? Because you have oh. a pretty good like familiarity with all sorts of racing. Who is, in your opinion, the goat? Because over here in America, it's very highly debated. Even though I feel like it shouldn't be. So overall, God, that is there's a lot of drivers, I, right? There yeah, is, there is a lot of drivers. There's so I many mean, disciplines. Yeah, that's. I don't know if you legit can narrow it down because I mean I feel like you could narrow it down to like four drivers uh, yeah i mean you could you could begin to oh 
like gut feeling into reaction, I would probably have to say Schumacher. As much yeah. as I'm not a Schumacher fan, I was always yeah. I was always a Raikkonen fan, Hakkinen fan. Oh god! When you look at what when when you look at what he did with mm. what wasn't necessarily you know the he had a fast car. Don't get me wrong, but the, mm. the Ferraris at one point, but they were not as dominant as some Red Bulls and Mercs have been. I mm. yeah, I, I kind of I would instinctively go with Schumacher just for the sheer numbers of what he managed to achieve. Mm-hmm. But it would yeah, be tough. Schumacher is probably the one I pick. I always like to just kind of throw David Pearson's name in there just because his stats are stupid. Um, like He only did three full seasons of NASCAR. He won 115 races, which back then wasn't <laughs> as challenging. I know that's a ridiculous number, but when you yeah. think about Richard Petty winning 200, it's like, um, like Pearson only did three full seasons and won the championship each time he did it. So like uh, the like- man... The man showed percentage. up when he knew it was. Yeah, but he percentage was wise, that's crazy. He was the most efficient driver of all time, in my opinion. Like Kyle Busch yeah. is getting up there with what he can do, but also the competition that he races against in the lower series is a joke. So, um, <laughs> let's see here. Um, what's your favorite all-time track? I think they. Um, it's not Mount Panorama, but you did mention that as a favorite of yours. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mount Panorama would definitely be up there. Ah, uh, there's a there's a lot of. There's a lot of very good circuits. The one I'm going to say you guys will probably have never heard of, uh, but it's my favourite track to ever go and watch motorsport at that I've been to so far, and that is Knock Hill in Scotland. It is a, a very, very small touring car circuit hmm. um, that, that we run around. Um, it's, I mean, we're, I think it's only, it's about a minute lap time, if not less, for the touring oh, nice. cars. But, you will Google it, and I can always guarantee you the first picture you will see are touring cars going through a chicane and with three of them in a line on two wheels. I can almost guarantee you that is what you're going to see. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. There, Knock Hill. Yeah, the curbs there, like the elevation changes there are unbelievable. And watching vehicles go racing around it is quite spectacular. It kind of reminds me of Watkins with the layout. Yeah, I'm looking at it yeah. right now. That's it's a like cool a teeny layout, tiny, actually. teeny yeah. tiny Watkins. Yeah, it's it's a really and it's a great one to go as a spectator because the way it's shaped, you can stand at one point and see. I go, you guys are familiar, of course, with ovals, but with yeah. normal circuits, the way the way it's shaped and the way the sort of the mm-hmm. standing areas are is you can see like three quarters of the track from just about mm-hmm. anywhere you stand, which is so much better when you're actually there. That's really convenient. Do you know how long the track is? I'm looking at uh, it right now. It's I'll not give long. You that no i can't give you that yes i can <laughs> here okay so kevin ask him a question while i look up stats Alrighty. um it's 1.2 miles huh uh-huh put me on the spot get, na- get nascar <laughs> out there now 1.2 yeah we could that's like a short track road course we don't have any of those kevin that almost that I'll almost you fits what. your i would i would love to see 40 nascars try and get around oh. north hill that is something <laughs> i would pay to definitely go and watch well, you just said do that in, in one uh, of the games. Scotland, right? you, you yeah, got NASCAR on a Formula E track. You could do that in one of the games. Oh, yeah. yeah, actually, I probably could. Come, I hadn't thought, but yeah, you could probably get it. So I, I have done Indy cars. I've raced Indy cars around there in a game, and that's <laughs> okay. terrifying because they're so yeah. fast. Oh, on that track. <laughs> and no power steering. That's a big. Yeah. that's a big deal in real life. Um, if yeah, you do do that, just give us a shout out on the video. <laughs> I shall do. I'll have to try oh. and find. I'll have to try and find where I can where I can replicate that. Okay. Um, I have a. All right, Kevin. If you're not going to be able to get uh, questions on the spot, I got a couple more. Before we got you. We've already got you for an hour. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> yeah. Just time flies when you're asking good questions and having yeah. fun. So, um, real quick. So, a fake track. 
that you would like to be added to a real schedule? What would like you like to see? Because I know for us, we've debated this before, and uh, it was a very contentious debate. So I want to know from you, what's a good fake track you'd like to see added to a real schedule? When you say fake track, you mean as in like from like, a game? Like a game, yeah. Oh, so I, my personal favorite ever fictional circuit is New York from Forza Motorsport 3. Now, the reason... The reason for this is it has the most terrifying chicanes you will ever come across <laughs> in the game. And, and when, when I say that, I mean, they are, I think you approach them, depending on what you're driving, of course, but you drive decent speed car, you're approached about 160. They are not flat out, but they are so close to flat out that it's always this, dare you try it that little bit faster each time. And when it goes wrong, you hit the chicane and that's your race done. And that's, oh my goodness. that's it. Is, is game over and i like for me that's always been my favorite track despite the fact that almost every race you're guaranteed to hit the wall because there's that that risk versus reward element that no other circuit has ever really come close to, to yeah, replicating. We, we call that darlington over in america <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness all right so um let's go ahead and wrap this up uh kevin's got to go do some things and i'm not gonna lie to you i gotta also do some things <laughs> so <laughs> mostly edit this episode um so real quick uh, if you can go back in time to any moment in racing and watch it live what would you like to go back and uh, oh i would love to be able to go back and see the super touring era of the the british touring cars there's a very very famous race on the final i think it was the fight the final race of the season it's a very very famous collision that ended up in a championship <laughs> contender on their roof and i would oh have loved God. to have been i would have loved to have been at i think it was at silverstone i'd have loved to have been in the grandstands Great track. because that's such a like to have a championship decided by that sort of chaos basically mm-hmm. that would be something quite special i think yeah i know with fail race videos we haven't really mentioned it all somehow you do love seeing cars on their roof so that does make a little I bit have... of sense I have a teeny habit, completely unintentionally initially, of managing to find ways to end up upside down in a race. Like, not, not through crashes, not like picking up a wall. I just hit nonsense. a curb. And it's just something happens. I tend to end up on my roof. So yeah, Formula 2 is honestly trying to do that. Or Formula 3, yeah. sorry. Yeah, they've been doing that with the turtles. <laughs> uh, thank God no one got hurt there. I can make that joke. Yeah. Um, all right. And uh, real quick, who's the most famous person in your cell phone? Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's usually could... this is a lot easier when we ask the drivers <laughs> uh, I, I have about four phone numbers in my phone so oh. I can categorically say nobody oh, unfortunately no. yeah, I respect um, I was... only four phone numbers yeah honestly <laughs> just keep your friends close and no yeah, one closer yeah. um, I'm sorry I didn't get to ask you any of, about your personal racing um, experience uh, Kevin how much time you got uh well, five minutes. Okay. Well, we might not get picks then in later, but um, so all right, we'll we'll go ahead and just end the interview right now. But I would like to um ask real quick before uh, yeah. I go, what is definitely the most interesting thing personally you've driven? Because I know you have some experience there. Ooh, I I've driven Nissan GTR on a circuit. That's quite good fun. Um, mm-hmm. very very quick car. The, my favorite oh, yeah. thing I've driven was a, a Ford Ranger Raptor. Okay, so the, the oh, baby. Wow. <laughs> The, the, the baby version baby version of what you guys have over in the States. However, where we got to drive it, so it was a, a PR event thing for Ford, and they 
so we did like an off-road trail you know you sort of go up a steep hill across some bumps and whatnot and then we, we stopped for lunch and they gave us a field and they said here you go go have fun which resulted in us racing them around the field we found the biggest <laughs> jump we could and there was oh yes that was just launching these 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 you know what are essentially road trucks off of a jump in the field and then after about an hour messing around in the field we all got in the trucks and then just drove them back to cologne we we're in germany this we drove them back to cologne and just drove them through the city like these trucks that we had been launching around a field were then perfectly happy going back through a city they were pre- that, was pre- <laughs> that was a pretty cool day that was a pretty cool day that one. Oh man that's I, you're living my own dream. I hope one day you get your own Top Gear, or actually you could just be the host of Top Gear because at this point, I, I don't know what they're doing without those guys. I haven't really been paying attention to the new Top Gear, but if yeah. you could get you and a couple of the Fail Race guys on there, I, I'd, I'd be about that, honestly. You guys know what you're doing. You guys have fun, and, and you have some good cheeky jokes every now and then. So, And you even got me saying a couple of little uh, Britishisms, I guess, so... Ah, oh, fantastic! We shall yeah. we shall spread the Britisms around the uh, <laughs> around the world. All right. Well, um, that's pretty much all I got for you today. You want to lead us out, then, Alex? Um, sure. Go ahead uh, and do your little <laughs> outro. I guess that you normally would do. Uh, well, thank thank you very much, of course, for inviting me on this. It's been fantastic fun to just talk cars. Always is cars <laughs> and games. Uh, so thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. And of course, thank you all very much for listening. However, that is going to be it for today. Until next time, a goodbye. (laughs) See you guys. Love you guys. Love y'all. And thank you, Alex, for joining us. (laughs) I am literally all over the place because I've got places to be also. Um... So real quick, what's going on in the landscape of NASCAR? So this week we got some pretty interesting news. Um, Not exactly what I expected, but kind of what we were thinking would happen with RCR. Um, Reddick is more, yeah, Reddick's moving into the eight car, probably going to move back to the 31. And um, Hemrick is out, which is a little surprising after one season. I I mean, I didn't think he'd be just cut from the team. I thought he was going to move on to either. Jermaine. Well, I mean, could be Jermaine, but like just a a lower team, maybe, but like or a third eh. car. But I, I guess it just there's still time. Play. The 34 or 38 <coughs> is still available for next year. I think Hemmer's a guy that a lot of smaller teams need to look at that because he keeps the car clean for the most part. Eh. For the most part, eh. um, or at least he did in Xfinity. And <laughs> yeah, in Xfinity at least. Yeah. So yeah, if he's I racing Ryan he'll... Priest, I don't know. He'll land on his feet somewhere, but it's not going to be as good of a position as he is now. But hey, that's racing. Not yeah. everyone can go up. Some people have to go down for uh-huh. his I can't think of the last time there was a guy who's probably going to win Rookie of the Year that's going to lose their ride after that oh, one year. Oh, 2012. Uh, Stephen Light. Like that, that weird... Yeah, probably. Kevin Conway with the dick pills. Yeah, and it was <laughs> one of those. From like 20. 20- 10 to 2013 those don't like... matter though those guys like but no offense they to them they technically have were rookie, rookie of the year, year. i was gonna say casey atwood but i don't think he won rookie of the year in 2001 i think that was kurt bush that won it that year i'm just gonna look that up real quick um yeah there was something either. else that happened um this week chris busher and uh uh ryan priest are going back to 
the team they are currently on. Oh, they re-signed him. Yes, that's that. That's what happened. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I mean, hey, that's good. You got to keep Chris Busher. He's uh, he's a talent in a half right now. He's still got that top twenty streak. He's definitely going to keep giving you good performances and keep the car clean. Like he might not win any races, but he's so talented. And and whenever Chris Busher gets that call, and I really hope it comes soon. Like it's definitely going to be worth it. Um. Let's see here. Oh wow, there's a lot of uh, rookie of the year contenders this year. I didn't realize that. Oh, and Bailey Curry got reinserted. Re He's back, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, you got those crazy years of Kevin Conway, Andy Lally, um, and Stephen Light. Wow. I think it was the, Stephen Light who I was. Yeah, it uh, definitely was Stephen Light. Because he had Josh Wise, Timmy Hill, Trevor Bain. Oh, wait, Trevor Bain probably didn't count that year. Yeah, Trevor Bain was rookie of the year three times. Wow. God, you just look at these rookies. Like, 2010, you had Kevin Conway, Terry Cook. Like, who's Terry Cook? I know yeah. that name. Oh, it's this. he used to run in trucks. Andy Lally. Like, what happened to Andy Lally? I think he went back to racing, like, GTs or something. Get up on out of here with these fake rookies. They shouldn't even have given it to anyone. It's like, oh, this is a fake prize. Yeah. All right. Um... Anything else going on that we can talk about real quick? Um, I don't, I don't think so. That's that's about. We already it. made our picks for IndyCar, so yeah, this episode will come out right before the weekend starts. I'm trying to get this done asap. Probably might get it done tonight. I don't know. Um, well, so we better, got IndyCar. We got around. Singapore. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, well, no. The, well, Richmond. Yeah. Um, I don't see anything else really going on here. All right. Yeah. Well. Oh, Last weekend um, of the year, where uh, every racing series is. Yeah, I thought I said that like a month and a half ago, and I guess I was incorrect on. So, right. whoops! Classic me getting everything wrong as per usual. <laughs> All right. Well, until our next episode, um, you know, definitely check out uh, Fail Race on YouTube and on Twitter, and make sure to check us out on Twitter at LTLN Podcast. Give us a follow. Follow us on apple Podcasts, spotify soundcloud iHeartRadio, all that good stuff um just special shouts out to those guys uh but until next time i've been anthony and i've been kevin and we'll see you guys next week love you guys thanks y'all